Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. I went to a very big school and in my final year of school we had a very big uh, production, big concert thing, and one component of this concert was a sort of section about girls and their lives and how to choose what to do with their lives and you know people were cast in different roles and someone came on and was like I really want to be a sporting champion and someone else was I really want to be a career woman someone else was I really want to be a mother and I was cast as the person who came in at the end and said oh you don't have to choose you can be everything and I remember I think I even had some kind of prop which you know like a balancing scales or something like I was meant to be this vision of having it all and on the night of that concert in this very huge place with all these people I walked on stage and completely stuffed my lines and to the point where like I had to go back and do the whole bit again and that kind of moment for me is a bit of a microcosm, I feel, of how things have gone, the sort of the girl most likely who fucks up the script. That sounds like a great title for a book, which is hardly surprising because Claire Thomas is a great writer. Her debut novel, Fugitive Blue, was as ambitious as it was successful. It spanned five centuries and traced the journey of a Renaissance painting. It won awards and set Claire up for a stellar career. And then she disappeared. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. 13 years after releasing her debut novel, Claire Thomas has recently released her second novel. It's called The Performance. For Claire, it's an obvious moment to reflect upon the various ways in which her life hasn't exactly followed the script. That has happened in personal ways and career-wise. Things haven't gone in the way that I had hoped and sometimes things have been very difficult. 
and very dark and very all-consumingly negative. And I think the longer you live, the more you realise that the notion of having it all at the same time is ridiculous. And of course, no one can, even if it may appear that way, there's, there'll be something. I mean, you might, you might have a few days where you're like, yeah, I'm nailing this. I've got everything that's kind of going on, but something will happen. Something will happen. And that for me has, at times that's been really major life transformation. And, and I've handled those things sometimes probably in a non-optimal way and sometimes in a more healthy way. Um, so I suppose that the healthy stuff I would say is around other people and recognizing the other people who you choose to have in your life and cherishing them and pouring your energy where it's wanted and where it's reciprocated that I think that it's important to, for me, both the way I am in myself, but also the way I am with other people is to allow for negativity. One thing that doesn't work for me is the kind of positivity platitudes, just change your attitude or, you know, this idea that you can just flick a switch and it's very reductive and dismissive that you can talk yourself out of something uh, I don't think is real. I try to recognise the bad stuff. I think it's fine to to have negative experiences and wallow in them up to a point. And again, that can be a that can be an unhealthy wallowing, or that that can be a more productive one. But I think you've got to feel what you feel and not just cast as aside. And rather than telling myself I'm too much, I'm too emotional, I'm too sensitive, I'm too this and that, just accept that that is the case and let it be but then when the emotions aren't completely flooding you to try and then use your brain to consider why you felt the emotion so I don't like to think that oh I'm an emotional person or or I'm a logical person I try to be both like I try to recognize the emotions but then also sort of think my way through them when I'm in a place where I'm capable of of doing that and try to understand them and respect them as well so I've never been a sort of go with the flow kind of person and you know going with the flow is a very desirable characteristic especially amongst young women like it's a real attribute if you're a chick who just you know goes with the flow yeah that was never me but at the same time that means I'm not passive like I make choices and sometimes they're really they've been really hard choices but I've got this kind of awareness of that capacity that even if it seems impossible a choice can be made a decision can be made and things can change and you don't have to accept what's going on at any particular time even if the rest of the world is telling you you should accept it or it should be fine if you recognize it as as not suiting you and and not being sustainable or sort of life destroying in some way make a choice make a decision shake things up (laughs) I wrote a book a long time ago when I was quite young and it it was sort of, I did it at that point almost as a resistance to having a proper job. I sort of had all these other jobs, like sort of part-time 
casual jobs and but my real thing was was doing this writing and I kind of cobbled together the circumstances in which I could just sort of manage that and that went okay but then after that book I just couldn't replicate that in myself I couldn't get that self-belief or that commitment and I just I felt wrong in every way I sort of didn't come up with a follow-up book uh, quickly enough and then it was so far after the fact I figured no one cared so that should have been kind of liberating to realize that but it, it wasn't because then I was just didn't think that anything that I was interested in or thought about was worthwhile and I got to the point where I was I still kind of wanted to do this writing thing, but I was so down on my own personal sort of point of view in the world. I thought I wasn't, it wasn't enough or it was too much or whatever. And then I kind of was like, well, I can either never write again or just accept what I am because that's all we are. We can, we can adjust and modify ourselves and we can elevate certain parts of ourselves and kind of try to adjust other parts but but really we are what we are and embrace it and so that's exactly what I did with this book my novel that's just come out it is very much allowing my own preoccupations and thoughts and um, experiences to I just let them happen as opposed to second guessing myself like for years there was points where I wouldn't even make notes about things that I observed because I thought oh that's not worthwhile that's not profound enough or that's not anything and then I I got through that and then the actual writing of this book because I wasn't so hung up was just a joy and it and I love writing and I love the process of writing and I'm never going to let myself not do it again for another (laughs) decade I mean I still so in terms of it being difficult like I sort of had I've got three characters in my book and I'd, I, I did it in order and I'd sort of do a chapter of one character and then a chapter of the other. And at the end of each chapter of a particular character, I would go into this absolute pit of despair that I was never going to be able to get back into the next one that I'd just been able to somehow do this bit and I couldn't move on. But after that had happened several times, I realised that was part of the process. And again, that comes back to this it's okay to feel terrible and self-loathing and confused and you can sit in that up to a point and that's fine and time will pass. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, Cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.